We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. You know, Wesley, in the last segment, we talked about adoption and the biblical theme of adoption and how God adopts us into his family. And I know we really ran out of time. There's it's something we can talk about, uh, you know, just over and over again, uh, because it's such a deep and a rich doctrine. But there's also a very, very practical side to the doctrine of adoption, to the theology of adoption, to the way that we view God, the way that God views us. And the way that we can really put that into practice and show it to the world is through the practice of adopting children ourselves. Um, but you know what? I know anytime we bring that idea up, it, it's kind of this nebulous thing, right, where people don't really understand a whole lot about it. There's a whole system behind it that's kind of difficult to understand, right? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is the understanding part of it. Right. So to help with that, because yeah. neither one, there's so many things that neither one of us know and understand, so we brought in a little <laughs> bit of help. We've got Megan Williams. And Megan, real quick, tell us about – now, you work with Mississippi Children's Home Services. So first off, tell us a little bit about what you do and also a little bit about the uh, Mississippi Children's Home Service. Mississippi Children's Home Services is one of the largest and oldest nonprofit organizations in Mississippi. And we provide a variety of different services, um, mostly mental health services to children in Mississippi. Uh, But the program that I work with is the Therapeutic Foster Care Program. And what that is, is that we recruit and we train and we license individuals and couples to become therapeutic foster parents um, to children who have special needs. Um, Now, these special needs may include uh, medically fragile children, uh, developmental delays, or even children with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Now, you use a really interesting term there. You said medically fragile. Uh, What what does that mean? Medically fragile, uh, it can cover a large range of medical conditions, um, from very mild to the most severe. Um, It basically just means that there are children who have some type of medical condition that's going to need some extra monitoring or assistance, or they may have uh, need frequent medical appointments, things like that, uh, than the typical child may. You know, it's really interesting whenever we start talking about this, and I always want to find kind of the story behind uh, this, behind the movement, behind, uh, you know, people that are active in these different things. So, Megan, I'd like to know, how is it that you came about? Now, all right, we've got to give a little background to our listeners. <laughs> Megan and I basically grew up together. We've known each other since, I think, seventh grade. Right. We met at a junior high basketball <laughs> game. We've been friends ever since. Um, and so, now, Megan... There again, I've known you for more years than I care to count, Um, but I want to know, I want our people to know, how did you go uh, into this and how did you start into the fostering system? Well, uh, my profession is a licensed master social worker, Uh, and for the last five or six years, I've been working in mental health um, at a psychiatric facility with children with severe behavioral and mental health problems. And one of the issues that I've seen with a lot of these kids is that the majority of them are in the foster care system. And for a a large portion of them, they are, um, they're not... They don't have any place to live. Um, they're, they need foster homes. Um, and a lot of them have some type of abuse or traumatic history. 
Um, and that was the reason that they were removed from their families in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and when foster kids don't have anywhere to go, unfortunately, a large portion of the time they either end up in emergency type shelters, group homes, or institutional type settings like I was working in. Yeah, because you and I both worked for a similar facility called right. Mill Creek. So, um, and they do, you know, but the foster care system is a. It, kind of a better alternative to each of those, right? Right, absolutely. I mean, the, the our ultimate goal for Mississippi Children's Home Services is that, um, you know, every child deserves a home and a family where they feel loved and safe. And um, unfortunately, these type of alternative placements, as much as we try, it, this that's not able to be achieved um, unless you have an actual foster family or adoptive family that's willing to take the time and invite these children into their hearts and into their homes. You know, I have a question, um, uh, Megan, and I, first of all, I want to thank you for being here. This is a great opportunity, especially to have you in studio. We have some good interviews throughout the um, throughout our radio program, but to have you in the studio, this is way better. Because I can see here as I'm looking at the flyer that you gave us that James 120, James 127 is one of the Bible verses that kind of surrounds the ministry that you do. So what's the difference between y'all, your fostering and your adoption part versus um, a non-religious organization? Uh, what's the difference, and uh, can you help us with that? Uh, well, the difference just is the, I think, the 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 quality of services that we provide Mm. um you know we we truly care about our kids um Mm -hmm. that we work with and generally think that and believe that you know they they deserve a home Mm -hmm. um and they most of these kids have been through such traumatic experiences that even as adults most of us you know can't even understand um but to have that experience as a child, um, it just makes it even harder. Mm. And that's where we kind of come in and and are able to help them work through those experiences. Um, The goal is to be able to keep them in the homes so that we don't have to go out Mm. and have, um, you know, acute or uh, residential type services, um, mental health services that Mm. are provided. we want, we want to keep them in the home. Yeah. You're listening to Engage Magazine. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. If you missed the first segment or the first uh, six or seven minutes of this program, you can go to EngageMagazine.net. I also want to mention we've got a conference coming up that you're going to want to be a part of. And, uh, yes, the conference. Engage is putting on a conference. You can check out that at EngageMagazine.net. And, Megan, what help us understand what is the – the state, the, as of we're as we're speaking right now, where does foster care stand in society? Like, what's the structure of it? And where where is it? Well, I think it's it's kind of low on the totem pole, really. Um, in Mississippi alone, we have over five thousand children in the foster care system. Nationwide, that goes to about five hundred thousand children who are in the foster care system. And there's there's just not enough homes for these children. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, some of the homes that they, we do have aren't appropriate homes. Um, yeah. So a lot of times these kids go into these homes and they get even more abused or traumatized um, or they get attached to a, a particular family and have to be moved again, which creates even more trauma, mm-hmm. um, 
adds even more walls to to or, you know, that they already have built up and it makes it even harder for them to eventually tear it down and be able to trust and open up to people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting when we start talking about numbers that there's over 5,000 just in the state of Mississippi alone, 500,000 nationwide uh, children. We're talking children uh, from newborn to eight, 17, 18. 21. Oh, to 21. OK. Um, so, you know, newborn to 21 kids in the foster system now. Let's kind of flip the script on that. How many churches are in the state of Mississippi alone? 7,200 churches in Mississippi. 7,200. So if, if, yeah, so get this. (laughs) 7,200 churches. This is a conversation Megan and I had a couple weeks ago, and this is one of the key things that that made me want to have you on radio. There are more churches in the state of Mississippi than there are children in the foster system. If one person in every church said, I will be a foster parent, we would not have enough kids for the homes available. Nationwide, I don't know the number. Do you know the number of churches nationwide, Megan? Uh, 350,000. Okay, so it's a little different nationwide, but still... If two two families of every church said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna foster care," again, there would be more houses, more homes mm-hmm. for these kids. Now, Megan, okay, so so hopefully that just took somebody and and kind of pricked their heart and said, "Okay, I want more information." So your organization is a great place to start, no matter where somebody may be, right? right. So no matter what state you may be listening to this in, or if you're listening to it on the podcast, whatever. If you want more information, how can they get to your website, Megan? They can go to www.mchscares.org. MC, say that one more time, slower. <laughs> mchscares.org. Okay. So and we'll put that on the podcast page and up yep. on our Facebook page. Yeah, as well. so you can always check out engagemagazine.net. And what we'll also do is we're going to do an article, uh, an interview with Megan, and we'll post it on there as well. Now, Megan, okay, so if somebody wants to go a step further, tell us a little bit about some resources, uh, how they can learn more and get involved in the foster system. Well, for our agency, you can just contact myself. Um, there's um, the phone numbers and emails on our website. Um, if you live outside of Mississippi, then just your local child protection service agency is a good place to start. Um, they have they're able to um, connect you with any resources that you need or any information about fostering. Um, they also have uh, foster to adopt. Um, a lot of um, one thing that most people don't really understand is that um, you know a lot of people go outside of the U.S. to adopt, which is a, it's a fantastic thing. But there's so many kids here who um, are in need of adopted parents mm-hmm. as well. And for most states, if you go through the state to adopt and become a foster parent, um, that adoption process is actually free. When we got about sixty seconds left, so I do want to get I want to get one more question in here. <clears throat> what about and we may have already lost the people who are not have no intentions on foster care. We might have already lost them, but but they're hanging in here just to <laughs> just kind of just kind of listen to uh, some more information. What could you say to a family that does not plan on foster care, but but can how can they participate or be a part of it? Well, there's a lot of ways you can help. You can become a mentor um, to a foster child, especially uh, uh, men. They're they're always looking for you know stable, successful men um, to become yes. uh, mentors. You can tutor. Um, a lot of these foster children get moved around. Uh, their educational, um, you know, 
are lacking when they mm-hmm. do that. Um, and if nothing else, you can pray. You can pray as an individual. You can pray as a group. You can pray as a church. Pray for the, the actual foster children or those who are going to be in the system. Pray for the families that are going to take these kids in. And even pray for the people that are going to work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your child protection service agencies, your mental health um individuals, um, all these people who have to listen also to these traumatic stories that these kids have and have to help them process through that and become more productive. Mm-hmm. And Megan, one more time, let's give everybody your uh, the name of your organization and your website. Mississippi Children's Home Services, and it's www.mchscares.org. All right, and really, really quick, how can people serve the kids? Now, you told me the story about they need luggage. Yes, we our agency actually has a year-round uh, luggage drive um, where we collect donated backpacks and luggages um, for children who are in the foster care system so that they actually have um, something to put their belongings in when they have to be moved from place to place. So I hope you've been really encouraged here because the foster system is one that is, it's a big thing and sometimes it can be hard and and kind of scary to step into, but take heart. God has equipped you. God will instill you. So if you want more information, go to mchscares.org. Megan Williams, again, thanks so much for being here. Until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying scripture.